and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting, from launching your show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com, joined by Matthew, as always. Matthew, how are you getting on? Very well, thanks, Colin. How are you? Good, really good, really good. I never ask how you are, do I? I know, you never do. So inconsiderate. They have done it. (laughs) Oh, you get it. I am excited about this. So we haven't done a listener question episode in quite a while, which is terrible. We should have done this more often, but we are back to it, which is great. And we have a bunch of questions in, which is excellent, but we're still taking questions. If you're out there, you have a question you want to get on PodCraft, maybe you can get a wee bit of free promo as well. Uh, go over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash answers, and you can record your question right in there. We'll include your uh, wonderful voice right on the show. Um, so Matthew, shall we fire straight into this one? Shall we get right into the question? Do you want to play the question right away? Yeah, let's go for it. Hi, my name is Brooke. I'm the host of the Let's Talk Art with Brooke podcast, where I chat with curators, artists, creators about their projects. I've been doing that for about six years, and I absolutely love it. And I really want to make it a business and make money off of it. But to do that more effectively, I need listeners. And I always thought if I just kept doing it, the algorithms algorithms would work in my favor and hits would come. I do have to say they've increased from what they what it was like two to three hits a day to an average of about 30 a day. And when I start to feel proud of myself, I see numbers like 10,000 downloads a day, and I just can't even fathom that. So I guess I'm just looking for ways to increase my audience. I can't, And I cater to an audience that doesn't really know that they need me. I really like my format. So I'm open to suggestions. Um, hope you can help. Thanks so much. Bye. All right. That's brilliant. Thank you, Brooke. So just to remind you, that's Brooke's show. Let's talk art with Brooke. All about art. Uh, so Matthew, what we're going to talk about on growth first. Yeah, this is such a, a huge topic that we literally yeah. wrote a book on it, didn't we? So, <laughs> we've got a book called Podcast Growth, um, but we're not here to sell you the book. We're here to give you something here and now. Um, so thinking about like the lowest hanging fruit here for me, the thing that you could just do straight away that's going to have an impact is just to make the most of your, your outros or your calls to action at the end of your show. Yeah. Are you asking uh, the listeners who've already bought into your content, already subscribe, already enjoy it. Are you asking them just to share it with someone else that um, that might like it as well? Because word of mouth, as we know through our experience over the years, is by far the most uh, powerful thing, by far the most common way we see podcasts grow. Yeah. So just taking advantage of that. You know, you've, you've delivered a good episode, your listeners enjoyed it, and then you get to ask a wee favour. So I think that's always a good starting point, Colin. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, totally. Yeah. The calls to action in general, aren't they? They're always something that whenever we get somebody sending in a podcast review, which is a, a service we used to run, one of the most common ones was they were asking two or three things every single time there was a call to action. Like start of the show, they would say, go and do this, please, on social, and then go and do the, fill this in, and then go and download this. And there was always two, three, four things. And our general advice is try and stick to just one thing. Podcasts have got so much power. There's so many great things about podcasting, the engagement, the trust, all that kind of stuff. But one of its weaknesses, you could argue, is that because people are listening to a podcast on the go, um, they're often in the car, they're often walking the dog, stuff like that. they often need reminded. They often need just a lot of focus about that call to action. So they need to be get one thing and one thing only and to be reminded that over a couple of episodes. So what do we say, Matthew? Often you just pick one thing. So if it's that, if it's like 
two, three episodes at least of saying something like, now, if you've enjoyed this show, I would really love it. It's such a big difference to us. If you just go and tell one or two people that like the same stuff as you, so friends of yours, somebody at your local community group, somebody at in a community you're online in, if you just tell them about our show, it's so much appreciated. It makes a huge difference. Even two or three extra listeners is a massive effect for us. So if you can do that, I'd be much appreciated. So that message, going out two or three episodes in a row and only having that one, not then saying, oh, and also get in touch on social and give us a review and a rating and all that kind of stuff. That's kind of the, the best approach or, or a good approach, at least, isn't it, Matthew? Definitely, yeah. Like, that's that's you leaning on um, the people that are already listening as well. Um, and I think the next thing to look at is how we then start finding the people that um, aren't listening already, the people that perhaps don't know that you exist. And that, that that's kind of where we start to look at um, the exciting topic of SEO, isn't it, Colin? <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Yeah, this is, the one, this is the other one that people often miss as well. And it's the fact that we, we're found certainly in Apple Podcasts, in Google Podcasts, in Spotify, and we need to think pretty heavily about the the SEO, the search engine optimization for those search engines. Um, but we also need to think more widely about search engine optimization for, you know, the wider web. So Google and YouTube and places like that. I'll get to that in a sec, but let's talk about the quick tips around um, the internal, the audio only search like Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So, Matthew, what do we say? Titles, titles and podcast. What are we going to go for? I mean, the podcast title itself, like the actual podcast title. Brooks is good here, isn't it? Let's talk art. Really mm-hmm. obvious keywords in there. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's you know does what it says on the tin. I'd imagine. Um, I've just actually found Brooks' show on yep. the old Apple Podcasts. Oh, cool. So one thing that jumps out, I've linked that to you, Colin, if you want to yeah, check perfect. it out. But yeah. um, one thing that jumps out to me right away, Brooke, that you could definitely improve oh, on, yeah. I would say, is the episode titles. So yep. you've got a lot of uh, my chat with, you've got Scott Ginsburg there. Sorry if I got the name wrong. Um, my chat with, my chat with. There's a lot of these. Yeah. Now, if your listener has heard of that person or your target listener has heard of that person, then that's fine. But a lot of your um, target audience they won't know who these people are so i would you know by all means get the person's name into the episode title but what you really want to do is take like one key component one key takeaway from each episode and make that your title instead whether that's a how-to or how somebody did something or just yeah. something a bit more compelling uh, that's much more likely to appear in search engines when people are typing questions in a Google, basically. Yeah. So I think yeah, there's totally. uh, there's definite room for improvement here with your episode titles, and you'll you'll see a big difference in that. Yeah, yeah. Quick, quick one here. Scott, the Scott Ginsburg one here in the description. It says he talks about success, marketing, and thinking. So I mean, it could be something like it's it's showing in the title what problem you're solving. Um, for the listener so it might be um, take the marketing one there that he's obviously talking about like how to uh, how to reach more um, art buyers through social media marketing or something like that with Scott Ginsburg the name tag guy so it's all about that it's about showing the problem and really draw people in so that they're just compelled to click on those episodes they know exactly what they're getting they know why they're going to click on it they know why it's worth their time that is a huge uh, growth tip there um, so that's inside things like Apple Podcasts. Also, the cover art there, Brooke, you've got um, a pretty simple one, which is great to start with, but I'd suggest at least having the Let's Talk art on there because the podcast cover art is actually, 
it's a huge growth lever because it's kind of you know what it's like you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover but actually you go through and you get hooked on the visuals when you're looking through the catalog when you do a search in apple Podcasts, there's tons of stuff pops up and you don't even necessarily see the title because it's smaller than the artwork so the artwork really needs to have the you know what the podcast is about in there so let's talk art on that cover art would make a big difference to me as well i think and maybe even a bit more color potentially although just black on white could stand out actually pretty well if you make it nice and bold so all good really but yeah there's a few things in there the next thing show notes isn't it matthew i mean if we're going to look at the show notes side of things um so that so that just to be clear that was the search engine optimization side of things within apple Podcasts, within google Podcasts, within spotify it's all about the title of the podcast. It's all about the title of your episodes. And it's all about the cover art, really, to grow that listenership there. But there's a ton of value, too, in actually putting a bit more work into the website that your podcast lives on as well. So whether you use the website you get with your podcast hosting, so, for example, uh, Captivate, Transistor, they have really good podcast websites that you get with your hosting. You can use them. You don't have to create anything else. Or you can create your own site through something like WordPress or Wix, something like that. We use WordPress for most of our podcast sites. Really easy to set up and really easy to work with. And when you do that and set it up with your own domain, so you've got letstalkart.com, for example, with a WordPress site on there, you can start to actually attract people to your podcast through Google search. And Brooke, you said you'd be doing this show, this show for, what did you say again, Matthew? Was it three, four years? It was a long time, wasn't it? Six years. Six years. So six years worth of content here. Um, in fact, I can see on the Apple um, episode, on the Apple page, you've got 99 episodes about to hit episode 100. I mean, that's, that's brilliant. Um, so you've got 100 episodes there. That is a lot of content. If you're not already creating pages for each of those episodes, then that is something hugely valuable. Get that one, that match, the My Chat with Scott Ginsburg. Rename that one and give some, give it a good title. And then actually put a bit of work into these show notes as well and make sure that you've got a page which is five, 600 words long, which actually outlines some of the stuff that Scott teaches. So that it's, it's a standout blog post on its own. It's a, it's a blog post that people would go and read on its own, whether it had a podcast attached or not. It gives value and it lets people, uh, you know, learn about what's in that podcast episode. The value of that is twofold. One, it helps grow loyalty in your existing listeners because it lets them go and read this page, which can reviews what they heard in the podcast, lets them revise it, uh, go in there, remember what it was and, and go and put it into action. And two, it puts out this bit of content that people can find in Google search. And Google search is still and will be for a long time way, way bigger than Apple podcast search, than Spotify search, than uh, Google podcast search. It's just, you know, people type in a text question and they'll find a text answer and they'll read through it. And the hope is that that massive amount of people that could find an answer to their question because you're titling that episode well, that one with Scott, they'll find it because you've got a good title and you've got keywords and all that, all that content there. They'll find that, they'll read a bit of it and they'll go, oh, there's a podcast attached here. I'm going to listen to that. And they'll listen and they'll get hooked and then they'll be listeners of your show. And that's a massive way to bring in new listeners to your podcast as well. All right, that's SEO. Anything you want to add to that, Matthew? 
No, no, I don't want to dwell on the point. Just uh, some of the takeaways, obviously. Um, yeah, take a take a look at those uh, episode titles. Try and make them a bit more compelling. Maybe rework your cover art so that you could get your full podcast show title in that. Make it nice and clear. And yeah, uh, yeah like Colin says, look back on your content. And just pick three or four uh, initial episodes that you could just make some really good blog posts out of and start bringing yeah. in some Google traffic there that you could then push to the podcast too. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah uh, great work on the the amount of episodes you've got. Um, yeah, very yeah. consistent. Not many people get to that. No, stage. that's excellent. It's a nice one. Yeah, yeah. The uh, last one I'll mention actually, Matthew. Another one I think works really well, especially um, when you've got a good bit of content there already. Brooks, obviously, I, I'd imagine she's going to be a good speaker here. She's done a hundred episodes. You can't do that many and not become a great presenter. So leverage that by getting on other shows as well. And this is kind of a a standard kind of tip. It works for any podcast, really, just to try and get on other shows of a similar type. So any art type shows, anything that relates to your topic, Brooke, if you get out there and get on those shows, that can work really well. And there's a couple of good tips here in terms of the tools you can use for it because it's uh, it's so much easier these days to do it. There's services like, uh, so you've got matchmaker.fm. Matchmaker.fm is one service. You sign up and it starts matching you with other shows that are looking for guests. You've got another one called Pod match as well podmatch.com i think yeah podmatch.com as well similar kind of service and they're both websites you sign up for that match you up and then you've got one called um, podcastguests.com as well podcastguests.com is, an, is a, a mailing list actually that you can sign up for um, and it helps you get guests for your show but also you can list yourself as a guest and people can uh, get in touch with you and get you on their show as well so um and it's worthwhile as well um, a lot of people don't really prepare for that. They don't think about how to be a good guest. But go over to um, our site, thepodcasthost.com, and do a search for how to be a good guest. Um, and you'll find an article that we wrote a while back about how to prepare for a podcast interview. And this is something you can do actually just once, and it'll help you for you know interviews forevermore. Um, because you can do some general prep that helps for any interview and then you can do some specific prep for certain interviews and it just really makes you stand out and actually have the biggest impact you can with that interview. Yeah, and if you... If you if you do want to reach out to podcasts as well, you know, there's obviously those dedicated services that Colin's talked about. Um, you could use one of them. Uh, that's ideal. But you could also just approach podcasters directly if there's a show in your niche that you like and you'd be interested yeah, in getting sure. on it. Um, what I tend to recommend is instead of, instead of writing them an email, you know, by all means write the email, but maybe include a wee personalized video or audio file because it then shows that you're not just copying and pasting this to hundreds of people in the hope that one will stick. Like this is a personalized um, outreach to somebody. It shows that you've taken a bit of time and, and considered that you're, you're going on there and telling them, you know, what their audience is going to get by having you on, what value you could, you could bring to their audience and uh, by doing the, the audio or the video as well, they get to hear that you've got a decent level of audio. Um, you know, it's not like they're going to be bringing someone on and they're, they're recording down a well. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, there's lot, lots of wee tactics you could use there to, to try and get on another couple of shows as well. Indeed. Yeah. Excellent stuff. We've got, I mean, we've got so much content on the website about growth as well. So um, shall we, do we have a short link for our for our kind of growth index, Matthew? Uh, would it be I the think pod- it's promotion. 
is it promotion perfect so the podcasthost.com forward slash promotion and that'll take you to our big you know how to promote a podcast guide which kind of summarizes all different methods and then i'll guide you towards all the most uh, the more specific ones as well but yeah i mean by all means um if you want some more too we've got our book our book is uh you can find that on Amazon if you just search podcast growth, podcast growth on Amazon, and you'll see it black cover with a rocket on uh, by the podcast host. It'd be great. That's uh, Matthew put a lot of work into into writing that. It turned out really well. Wrote so, it yeah. in the pub. Indeed. indeed. And now it's sold indeed. 10 million copies. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I live in Bermuda. Both lives. No, none, lives. Of, none of that. <laughs> pub, pub bit's true. Pub bit's true. <laughs> cool all right thank you brooke that was brilliant um really appreciate your question again if anyone else has any questions out there you want to send them in go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash answers and quickly mention again supported by alitu of course our podcast maker app you can record in there you can edit you can produce and you can publish um into even alitu's new in beta testing hosting of its own really exciting that as well so yeah go over to alitu alitu.com Com, uh, and you'll get a seven day free trial to give it a shot cheers matthew that was good i'm enjoying this answering some questions again Indeed. yeah it's good <laughs> it's good i enjoy it um so yeah get yours in the podcasthost.com slash answers um and it'd be good to to have a wee look over your show and see where we could uh, help and give you some pointers perfect all right thank you for listening and we'll see you next time <laughs>